Welcome back to the Reside Platform Podcast. I'm Nick McLean, your host, and I'm here with co-founder of Reside, my business partner, Sunny Agarwal. What's up? What's up? How are you? I'm doing great. And I'm really excited about this episode because it's very timely with the changes in the marketplace. The a lot of teams, a lot of teams are essentially having to start over in essence, because age of productivity is down, sales are down, marketing is, you got to adapt. And so here's the question. You've lost everything, Sunit. You no longer have the number one team in California, the CRMs, the brand recognition, and you're starting over from scratch. Your goal is to make a million dollars as quickly as possible running a real estate team. You got $10,000. What do you do? Dude, so let me tell you is I've only been a licensed agent. Not 10 years yet. So in 2012, I lost everything. Millions and millions and millions of dollars. Business, brand, friends. Canceled a wedding. Right? I moved out of my house to like a ranch. I didn't even have $10,000. I had... Six dogs, an old car, no internet, six no dogs. internet. Yeah. Six 140 pound dogs, no internet, unemployment, and supportive parents. And I can attest to this because I went to Sunit's house, brand new house, custom built house, beautiful, gorgeous house. And I, I probably drove by that ranch that you were renting. You right, did, it wasn't it's down right the here. It's right down the street. I mean, everybody. Sunni is telling the truth that like he was in a rental in a ranch down the street, and then he. This is what he does. He stays in the same neighborhood and just builds a big, nice, beautiful house. I love it. You watch the building from my kitchen. Yeah. So okay, great. So you've started. So, yeah. So I had to start over. Um, what did I do when I did get my license? There wasn't, you know, there wasn't a team environment for me to join. I didn't even know that a team existed. I got my license and I found a mentor. And I found another mentor. Dude, guys, I had no money. And you know what the funny thing was too, is I had just lost like 60 pounds. So my clothes didn't even fit me. I had all baggy clothes, no internet. If, If I wanted to use the internet, Nick, I would get my laptop and go drive in front and park in front of Starbucks. Well, that that's the that's the benefit of being poor is you lose weight. Yeah, well, I lost weight prior. I finally found P90X. Yeah, so you were hustling. You were being resourceful. You were forced to be extremely resourceful. Dude, extremely resourceful. And I showed up every day. The reason I talk about not having any any clothes that fit is because I'm, I'm a new realtor. I went to this very traditional office where I might have been the youngest guy that worked there. I might have been the brownest guy that worked there. Right. And I showed up every day in baggy dress clothes. Every day. Weeding. No one told me what to do. I showed up every damn day. I showed up every damn day. Every weekend, I would do three open houses. 
No one told me about Legion or calling out or anything, right? Every weekend I would do three open houses and I would follow up with those open houses. Every weekend I would do three open houses and I would follow up with those open houses. And that first year I might not have made a million bucks, but I made a hundred grand in nine months, my first year as an agent. Ooh. Right? So what did I want to do the next year? I wanted to make 200 grand. I found new mentors who were there. I got really, really, really educated. And guess what? I still showed up every damn day. You know, I take that back. There was a month where after I got paid like a bunch of checks, I, I took a month off. That was the last time I took a month off. Typical realtor type deal. You get paid a bunch. Oh, I'm going to go watch Regis and Kelly every morning for a month instead of waking up and going to the gym. So, I mean, that's it, dude. Show up every day. Expand your horizons. Be open-minded. Try new things. And you got you, know, that, well, we have, you haven't even spent a dollar yet, Sunny. This is what's great about <laughs> talking broke with you. You you will hold on to that ten thousand dollars till the last minute. Yeah. But but mentors. Let's talk about mentors for a second. How much did that? How did how much did mentors cost you? In the beginning, it was absolutely free. Absolutely free. Now, I was over at Sunny's house and. On his coffee table, I believe on his coffee table is a book. And maybe it was your coffee table, maybe it was your office. I don't remember exactly. You could tell me. Robert Greene is an author. 48 Laws of Power. It was somewhere in your house. Am I, am I, am I hallucinating? In my it was there. It's super funny. Is There is well, Christine's friend's 12-year-old son is reading that book and brought it. He <laughs> considers... He considers me a business type of mentor. He will probably watch this. Super good kid, kid Colton. Uh, he brought that book over all the time. Oh, <laughs> that's deep. That's deep. For anyone listening that's into Robert Greene, I mean, these books are like a thousand pages. Oh, dude, I'd never finished one the whole way through of you. Like, with a little insider liner he has, like oh, telling different stories. You know, in, in 48 Laws of Power and in another one of his books, Mastery. He talks about finding mentors. He talks about finding mentors. And a lot of resides power is our mentorship. I mean, really. I mean, it's not really why people, I think people subconsciously are joining reside to get close to us, but they don't really know why. And then once they're in it, it's eye-opening because I just got off a call with one of our clients in, uh, in Florida. Just It was just a mentorship call. It was like setting up bank accounts, setting up business ops, setting up. Awesome. So important. But but, but back to, back to being broke. Okay. I was at a conference about a decade ago, maybe eight years ago. And Damon John was there, you know, FUBU, the, the shark tank. Yeah. And he wrote a book called the power of broke. It just came out. So whenever that book came out is when I met him, 2016. And it's funny, you know, I got my picture taken with him and everything like that. And it's, he's not very tall. No. You know, I'm six foot two and I towered over him. But what's interesting about him is he's like five, probably five, seven, five, eight. Has a presence though. Right. Has a presence. Nothing against height. That guy has presence. He does have a bodyguard that's a six, nine. And so you don't mess around. Dude has a bodyguard that's six, nine, about 450 pounds. Damn. Yeah. Anyways, he, he goes over the power of bro. Like he, you know, the, the concept that he wakes up every day broke. 
you know, and because he wants that hustle, he wants that grind. And you hear about stand-up comedians, you know, as soon as they make it, their jokes suck because they don't relate to the crowd anymore. So it's like this, you, you do have to have this thought experiment of like, what would you do if you had to start over with 10,000? What I would do. And I've been broke. I, you know, I, I remember being a real estate agent and having to get a bus pass because I couldn't afford the gas in my hand. I, I found, I, I got a couple listings, uh, my third year in the business and I couldn't afford signs because my broker made me buy my own signs. But my father-in-law had a welder and a plasma torch. I have no idea how to use that stuff. So I went to a, I went to a metal store and bought angle iron. I then had my father-in-law put it on his one ton truck, flatbed truck, and we drove it to his house and we cut the metal into signs so I could save $30 per frame. I still have these signs. The welds are not very good, right? They're not very good. That's such a good story. Why didn't I know that? I've never told it. Never told it. And these signs, I mean, they were heavy as hell because I didn't buy, I got like real steel. I got real angle iron, man. And so anyways, um, that's just what you got to do. Yeah, show up. Mentorship, show up. You know how many leads right now are not being worked on most teams? Oh, most? Most, 90% of leads are not even being worked. I think you could just show up at your team and ask your team leader or whoever, are there any leads you want me to work? Are there any leads? In my system, in my machine, with every bell and whistle, every automation, an army of ISA, there are tens of thousands of leads that they just can't ever get to. There is found money everywhere. I used to, you know, I used to say, hey, just give me your missed call report and I'll make millions. You know, most dude. people don't even call, people don't even call back a missed call. I love this. I had, I was, I was doing a lead audit last week with my army of ISAs folks. I got a voicemail from my orphan buyer program. Somebody had bought a listing, called us, asking us to sell it. Nobody got back to him for two days. Oh, how do you think that ISA meeting went, Nick? Yes, yes, yes. It's, you know, a great question I ask is to when I'm when I'm coaching or when I'm training agents. Like we do, I help out with I do onboarding for Reside. You know, six week training. You know, you do agent training every Thursday, and I I ask this question. If I gave you a buyer, ready, willing, and able cash buyer, or a ready, willing, and able seller, ready to sell their home, million dollars in your, willing to pay you a 3% commission to you or 6% total commission, willing to sign a buyer representation agreement with you, a buyer service agreement with you and pay you 3% as the buyer, right? At a million dollars, million dollar buyer, cash. Or they're getting a loan, but they're pre-approved for 8% interest rate and they don't care. Sure. Right. They're ready to go. They're ready to go. You get my point? Ask, I ask, I ask all the agents. I say, raise your hand if you think you could screw it up. That's the point. You can people are screwing up left and right. My wife just told me a story. She went and bought two hundred dollar uh, a two hundred dollar pair of hiking boots. 
and she wasn't very happy with the experience. She walked into the store and nobody helped her for like 30 minutes. You know what I mean? And it was just like, are you kidding? She has a pocket full of money. And so there's opportunity there. You just can't, you just have to see where you, you just have to look where, where are people miss messing up? Where are people other, you know, Damon John talks about this, other people's money, other people's time, other people's resources, other people's leads, other people's influence, other people's knowledge, other people's systems, right? You tap into that. Other people, like Sunit goes, other people's Wi-Fi, Starbucks. I'm sitting outside in the parking lot. Dude, real, yeah. Really, really. It's like that, it's like we get caught up in the the bells and whistles and what costs money where there's so much low-hanging fruit. I mean, we're, we're, we're posting this right now, um, November 2nd. Yesterday, I looked on the MLS, quite a, November 1st, end of month, quite a few expireds. Dude, same. Haven't seen that in a while. Right? Same in your market. Expires are back. So who's working the expires today at, at the Sunit Agarwal team? We work them every day. Every day. Mail and calls. Mm-hmm. And honestly, we could probably get better at both because we haven't had huge re- results, but they're getting freaking called. They're getting a piece of mail, three of them. And how many agents, it, it's amazing to me on for sale by owner expired. It's like how many agents think that they have to cut their teeth on it and then graduate from that and never have to do it again. They're like, oh, I used to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you guys, everyone listen to what Cindy said. He said, we, oh, we never stop. We never stop. Now the number of expires the last few years have been pretty dismal, right? Because pretty they, low. Yeah. Because they still matter, but now they're not selling. Oh, that's good stuff. Mail and call, dude. Three weeks of mail and call till they buy, die, or tell us to go somewhere uncomfortable. Now spend some of this $10,000, Cindy. Where are you going to spend it right now? You got 30 days to spend it. You're like Brewster's Millions. You have to spend it. No more. Brewster's Millions. Dude, so many people haven't seen that movie. I love that movie. So good. Richard Pryor. I mean, that. It inspired me. It, that inspired me to be an entrepreneur in some ways. Dude, probably, probably. Um, I would buy it and invest it in myself on skills, bro. I would go find great persuasion sales coaches, yep. um, marketing coaches, um and really invest in myself and just implement fast and hard. Like I like, you know, maybe you spend some of that budget on a marketing campaign, but I would rather spend it on myself and my skill development and just go hard. And in that skill development, like, and it's kind of like the Brewster's millions he gets. So if you haven't seen Brewster's millions, dude, basically he inherits he can take two, two, I think he can take two choices, one of two choices. He can take a lump sum, which is small, kind of like a lottery, or he can try to win, get like 250 million, but he has to spend a million dollars a day or like 30 million in 30 days. Yes. And he finds it actually fairly challenging because he ends up making money. Oh, uh, or you know, it's, it's, yeah, you, you know. gamble to win the bunch, right? That's what happens. 
So, so if you got $10,000 to invest in yourself, right, you could, you could find a coach to take your 10 grand guaranteed, but you could also get an audible account, right. And get some books. Now I'm listening to an audible this morning, dude, well, you could also do that. Oversubscribed. You could. And, and I, I think what Cindy brought up too, I don't know if you guys caught up this was then actually execute. You know, I think what people lack in today's market more than ever is execution, not ideas. They know what works. Just get out there and do it. Always. Now for marketing, what low cost, no cost marketing are you going to do? Dude, I would run, I mean, I would do as much organic traffic, local events. Video. Like good, right? I mean, like I would post three times a day on social media. I mean, I, right now. It was 10 times a day on social media. I, w- I would post on social media. I would do value-added webinars. I would go have seminars. I would like bootstrap it and work, man, and show up and put on a damn collared shirt and slacks and dress shoes. And um, I would, um, on the marketing front, I want to piggyback on what you said. I, around Tahoe, Sheplak Mastermind in Tahoe, September 18th, 19th right? 2023. Um, I decided to start doing a Instagram reel a day, an Instagram reel a day. And I've done that to this very moment. The fault, my followers on Instagram are one and a half times what they were. Dude, huge, right? One and a half times. The, the, the amount of impressions went from a thousand a month to a hundred thousand a month. Huge. Huge. And how much did that cost me? I already have an iPhone. I'm doing it on my phone. I'm editing it in Instagram. I'm not buying fancy. I'm not, a VA is not doing it. Nothing. Right? And you could geo-target your marketplace. You could be well-known in 30 days with video. The old With talk- video, with written word. As long as, you know, it's like people think I heard... Gary V say this, that I have to be an expert. You don't have to be an expert. Be an enthusiast. Share your enthusiasm with things. Nick happens to be an expert in everything he talks about. But if you're not, that's okay. Be an enthusiast. 